Welcome to the Million Praying Moms podcast. I'm your host, Brooke McLaughlin, an author, speaker, teacher, and prayer who is passionate about helping women like you make prayer their first and best response to the challenges of motherhood. A small town girl from the mountains of Appalachia, I've made prayer my game plan for all of life. Over the years, I've had the privilege of encouraging countless moms toward a richer prayer life, helping them catch a vision for the partnership God invites them into as they become praying moms. If you wonder how you'll equip your children for this world and all it throws at them, if you have questions about prayer and don't know where to turn for answers, if you need help knowing how to pray through specific issues or seasons, you are in the right place. Prayer really is the most important but most overlooked part of Christian parenting today. Let's change that starting right now and impact generations to come. Hey friends, I wonder how God has been working in your life since you started listening to this series. Have you listened to the first two yet with Sandra Peoples and Rachel Wojo? Some powerful message are in them if you haven't, I promise. I chose the interviews for this season called Real Moms, Real Challenges, Real Prayer intentionally to give you a diversity of personal story. And my hope is that you'll hear your story reflected in one of theirs, maybe in all of them. When we're not in an active podcast season, I host interviews on the Million Praying Moms Instagram account in a series I like to call Praying Mom Live. The stories you're hearing in this season were hosted first in that series on Instagram, and they're meant to be, well, real. I've picked six of them to share with you in this season, and this is interview number three in that series. If you like them, follow Million Praying Moms on Instagram at Million Praying Moms and listen to them all. Today, we're going to talk to someone I once totally ignored at a blogging conference early in my career. Maggie Whitley and I sat at a table together at Blistem, at the Blistem Conference in Nashville, Tennessee, many years ago now, and I didn't say a word to her, even though I knew who she was. But before you think I'm a snob and like quit like listening to the podcast altogether, I promise there was a really good reason. I had totally lost my voice when I arrived at the conference. I mean, like totally. I couldn't even squeak. All I could do was whisper, and I relied on my good friend, Terry Lynn Underwood, who you may have heard on this podcast before, to communicate for me the whole weekend. I actually apologized to Maggie after we finished this interview, and she didn't even remember it. True story, but I'm not going to ignore her today. Maggie is a mom of four children born within five years and just happens to be attending seminary as well. Hey, no big deal, right? No, it is a big deal. You might recognize Maggie as the creator behind Gussie Sews, where she designs and sews bags that are the cutest things ever. I may even have one in my purse right this moment. Yes, I do. She mostly reserves her sewing business for pop-up shops these days. I mean, you know, four children plus seminary. It's a pretty valid explanation for that. And she also encourages other moms on Instagram. I adore her and I can't wait to share her with you. In this episode, where I'm joined by both Maggie and Erin Mooring, Maggie shares about making prayer a practical part of the everyday moments of your life and what to do with the worries of motherhood. One of my main takeaways is that we can allow what worries us to turn into prayer. Tune in now as we get real. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and your family and all that good stuff. 
Sure. Um, well, it's really nice to see both of you, Brooke and Erin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's been years, years <laughs> that we've known each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, first and foremost, I would now describe myself as a discipler of Christ. Um, I have really seen the Lord just grab me so intel- um, intentionally, but just fiercely and say, Maggie, I, I want you and I want your attention. So I am really leaning into that. Um, I'm also a wife of almost, well, 13 years and I have four young children and um, I'm also a recent graduate student at Moody studying biblical spiritual formation and discipleship. So, That's so um, exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We live in Michigan and I'm attending remotely right now from Chicago. That's awesome. It's a little bit my dream to go back to school. I, I talk about this every once in a while. Um, I have a master's in counseling and I always thought that I wanted to get a PhD. In fact, I took two classes toward a PhD before my husband and I got pregnant with our first son. And I was so sick with him that first trimester that I just quit and didn't go back. And now I think I'd rather not get a PhD. I'd I'd like to go back and get a second master's degree in uh, like a seminary related or theology related Mm -hmm. field. So you're doing my dream right now. Maybe I can do it one day. Mm -hmm. You sure (laughs) can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're very excited to have you today. Thank you for being here. With us, this series on Wednesdays this summer, and then we're actually doing it into the fall as well, has been kind of a how it started versus how it's going kind of thing. Those are very popular on Instagram right now. So we're just joining the the, the cool kids and and doing that as it relates to prayer. (laughs) So (laughs) not that any of us are like super cool. I don't know. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. that I I know I don't fit that category, but we can pretend. It depends on who you ask. Are you asking me or my teenager? (laughs) That's right. That's very true. My Mm -hmm. my teenagers would be like, no, she's not. But anyways, (laughs) um, so we'd like to hear the story of your prayer life. How did it start? And what is it like now? Sure. I feel fortunate that I have always known like who Jesus is since I can remember and the importance of prayer having grown up in a church. Um, But I don't feel like how to pray like specifics in the moment. Little details was really modeled to me until I was an adult and married, actually. Yeah. So I'm familiar with the concept of prayer and different types of prayer, certainly the Lord's prayer. I know that God wants to hear from us all throughout our day and our life. And it's never not important to him to hear from us. Mm -hmm. But I would say the last, maybe, maybe even just two years now, I have really leaned into what does it mean to pray and how can we feel like the Holy spirit within us? Um, and have that ongoing relationship where, I mean, what does it look like to pray without ceasing? Mm-hmm. I remember asking a friend who is involved in ministry, college ministry, and he said, Maggie, all we have to do is just add like God or Lord to our thoughts and then just mm-hmm. talk to him. Mm-hmm. So that was very practical for me to hear, especially my children are now ages three to eight. And so my days are still really busy. Mm -hmm. Um, But of course, my mind doesn't stop 
like working and I'm constantly thinking about things and wanting to worry, but remembering I should go to prayer. And the best way to do that is by just every thought I have, like hold it captive and just say, God, like, you know, you know where I'm at and add his name to my conversation. And that, that simple practice can be a way of prayer. But I would say even more than that now, being in the word a lot every day has just brought me so much closer to the Lord. I just, I feel like I hear him often. I'm feeling, you know, very convicted on a certain issue in my life where I know I have to respond and have some conversations. Um, And I think we're probably all familiar with ACTS, that acronym for prayer, Mm -hmm. where it's adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. That felt like, okay, but I still feel like I'm lacking in something. Like, I don't know how to add depth to my prayer life through that. Mm -hmm. And I recently heard of something from an author named Matthew Kelly, and I can share a little more on that. There's like seven parts to it, but Mm -hmm. um, I I don't want to... I don't want to take over on the conversation here, but I just learned a lot in the last (laughs) few weeks, even I think where, um, just, it's just been a deeper and deeper relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I love that. One of the things uh, that I was actually talking about somewhere online recently, I don't remember where now, but um, I was actually talking about how the things that worry us, the things that cause us stress um, throughout the moments of our days, instead of allowing them to push us away from God, which was my habit in the beginning. Like I had been a Christian for a very long time when I had children, when I first had children. And and I had uh, had a similar experience to you, Maggie. I I was raised in the church. I knew about prayer. I had you know, I knew that it was a part of the Christian life, but I didn't have it modeled for me a lot outside of very formal kinds of of Mm -hmm. situations. And so the Lord actually gave me a roommate in graduate school that taught me how to pray like that. And I'm so incredibly grateful for her. And that happened right before I was married, but it was intentionally taking those things, especially, and God taught me this in young motherhood. And I'm so grateful because I can continue to apply it now. The things that made me want to run away from him, I needed to pause and be intentional about making them turn to, allowing them to make me turn to him instead. And, and that was a, that was just a training process for me. Like I knew God was there. I knew I could pray. I knew that he wanted to talk to me. I knew all those things going into motherhood. But my, my initial gut reaction was, you know, I've talked about this before as well. I got mad at God in the beginning because I felt like, why are you doing this to me? Why is this so hard? Why, you know, like it was the hardest thing I had ever done. And I felt like I had done some pretty hard things in my life. And, um, you know, I was mad at him because I felt like he wasn't being good to me. And those emotions, which were very raw, they were just, you know, they were, it was God's kindness to bring those to the surface for me and show me that there was ugliness in my heart that he wanted to deal with. Um, but it was intentionally saying, no, this, 
you know, I'm not going to be sidelined by whatever is happening in my home. I'm actually going to use that fear or that worry or that stress to catapult me toward the Lord instead of bring me away from him. And that's kind of what it sounds like has happened in your life as well. I wanted to touch on something quick because we often, Brooke and I often talk about we're kind of on the other side of having little ones, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times, and when we, when we started this ministry, we did have little ones. And a lot of the conversation then and now is I'm just so busy Mm -hmm. with little ones that it's like, I can't, I don't have time to pray and focus. And I, I love what you said about your mind doesn't stop. It's not like you're raising little kids and you stop thinking about anything. Like, Mm -hmm. so the idea of if you're already thinking about it, just adding Lord to it, just taking that and turning that it, like that is such a valuable tool for Mm -hmm. any busy mom, but especially in those little, little kid years where you're physically busy and doing all this stuff, your mind doesn't stop. And so why not use those thoughts that don't stop and turn them in the right direction? Because it's not productive to worry, but it is productive right. to pray. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. That is so good. That's such a great word. Um, I think Erin yeah. is really big on, and I'm learning from her. She's really big on taking something that she already does on a normal, uh, regular mm-hmm. basis, some habit that she's not struggling to do, like that's already in place. And like attach- coffee. Yeah. Like <laughs> coffee or, or running for her, those kind of things and attaching a new habit to it to try and help her accomplish something new in, in her life. And I feel like the word maybe for today that, that moms can take away is if your habit is to worry, then you can change that. You can be intentional about it and pray instead. Like you don't have to be stuck there in, you know, in that worry, you can intentionally say like, we all know when we're worried, we're, we all know what it feels like to be worried about something. Mm-hmm. But instead of uh, allowing ourselves to get stuck there, we can intentionally turn it around and pray. I was just talking to my dad um, the other day about something. There's a, a family member uh, that we have that's having a health concern. And, and he just said, I'm, I'm going to worry about it. I'm, you know, like, I'm going to worry about this. And I said, Dad, every time you worry about it, you need to pray about it. Just like when you feel yourself worrying about it, immediately turn it into, into a, a position of prayer. And that really brings the, it brings the holy into the mundane, right? It brings our creator God who we often see, even if we don't like to admit it, we often see him as often the distance away from us. We know he's there, but we, we don't, like we think he's off somewhere and has better things to do than deal with our little problems. Um, That's probably more realistic in how we think about God than some of us would like to admit. But when we stop and do that in the moments of our day, it literally brings him close to us. And that's when that, that new relationship that you're talking about starts to really have depth and life and it's a, it's just a really beautiful thing. So I am, I'm encouraged by what you're uh, talking about today. I think there's there's even really practical application for that right now as our kids are, are going back to school or starting back to school, whatever way you're schooling, um, as we look at what's happening in the world around us, as we have, you know, if you have financial struggles, if you have 
health struggles. Um, you know, we, we still are living in an epidemic where we're still trying to figure out how to, how to play that out. Anything that comes our way that we could worry about, we could also pray about. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember hearing a quote um, by Martin Luther, and it's something to the effect of, I have so much to do today that I can't not spend three hours in prayer. I, yes, I've read that. <laughs> and I remember like at first being like, how in the world do some of these people pray like that? Like I would fall asleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm just being honest here. But yeah. I feel like the more I've gotten to know the Lord through reading my Bible, because he gives us so much to learn just in that book, mm -hmm. um, the more I'm like, wow, there really is a lot I can be thanking him for, asking him to guide me with, confessing. I feel like confession is is overlooked often. And kind of with that is like conviction. I think sometimes when we worry about something, it's like always an opportunity to learn what is God trying to show me through this? Like, what am I holding so tightly to that? I think I have to be in control of it instead of giving it to God. But the, the few like things that I learned through this author, Matthew Kelly, this is this little process. It's seven like thoughts to, to pray on and expand on. That is something that has helped me like increase the length of my prayers, not, not to just hear myself speak, but to just know, like, what does all, what all does God want me to bring to him? Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just like material possessions I would like, or things I would like to happen to me, but um, like, show me, Lord, what do you want me to do in my marriage with this situation? You know, so the things are, um, the seven things are gratitude. You can thank God in a personal dialogue. Awareness. Um, it says to revisit the times in the past 24 hours when you were and were not the best version of yourself. Significant moments. You can identify something that you experienced today and explore what God might be trying to say to you through that event or person. Peace. That's the fourth one. Ask God to forgive you for any wrong you have committed. So confession as well against yourself, another person or him mm -hmm. and to fill you with a deep and abiding peace. The fifth one is freedom. Speak with God about how he is inviting you to change your life so you can experience the freedom to be the best version of yourself. Others lift up to God. Anyone you feel called to pray for today, like you two did earlier with mm -hmm. Afghanistan and um, asking God to bless and guide them. And then the last one is to finish with the Lord's Prayer and kind of remember our position under God and the posture he wants us to take through our prayer, yeah. our prayer life. That is so good. That is such a great word. Um, what is that a book that you found that in? Yes. Um, I'm just looking here at my bookshelf. I think it might be in my bedroom. But it, the book is called I Heard God Laugh. Okay. And the author is Matthew Kelly. My aunt gave me the book. I think it's something that's that circulates within like churches. I don't know if it can be purchased. Mm -hmm. But I mean, my aunt is Catholic and the author is Catholic. Okay. But I was really impressed with how 
tangible this felt like this is a relationship that's invitational and um so. I love that I love that word that relationship because I think we we have a lot of people that come here expecting a formula like how do I pray like teach me exactly how to pray and it's not it's like it's more about leaning into the relationship part of it. And sometimes words are the gateway to that, like Mm -hmm. to lead you into that. You're like, I don't know where to start. Just like, just like you might be like meeting someone and you're like, I need a topic to like break the ice because I'm not sure how to get the conversation going. That's kind of how I see what we're doing here in providing some prayers and teaching people how to pray is like, this is the icebreaker, but there's so much more. There's so much depth in the relationship, mm-hmm. not in the exact words, not in some formula. It's going to look different for every person. And I love that you put that emphasis on how can it grow deeper than there? You got to start somewhere, but yeah. that's how it is in every relationship. Like you have to start somewhere. And if you're at that point, that's great. Like that is a start, but there's always depth that you can add to it. Um, in looking at all layers of life and all layers of yourself and, and who he wants you to be and who he made you to be. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, as we wrap up today, Maggie, this has been so good. Thank you. This really, you brought the words today. It was so good. I can see why the Lord wants you to go back to school because he is certainly equipping you for something that's fantastic. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Million Praying Moms. You can connect with other praying women by following us on Instagram at Million Praying Moms or by visiting our website where you'll find tools to guide you as a praying mom, like our monthly scripture-inspired prayer calendars. Yours for only $5 a month when you become a patron of Million Praying Moms. If you love this podcast and want to be a part of making sure it sticks around and reaches other moms with the message that prayer is not a last resort, but the first and best response to motherhood, consider joining our Patreon family. There are options for everyone, including our $5 a month prayer calendar option, perfect for both the beginner and seasoned praying mom who wants to pray God's word for her children. Depending upon your needs, you can get access to our classes, courses, podcast scripts, discussion questions for each podcast, and even vote on certain aspects related to the ministry of Million Praying Moms. And I also have a free gift for you too. Download your free copy of my resource, How to Pray God's Word for Your Children, when you subscribe to the podcast. It's a step-by-step guide for how to get started praying the scriptures for yourself and your family. If you love this podcast, would you help us reach more moms with our message by leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts? We sure would appreciate it. Find all the links you need at millionprayingmoms.com. God's Word will change our life, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Well, that's where I come in. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week, I guide you through a scripture, giving you space to listen to the Spirit and pray about what's on your heart. Then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.